your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, we want to check in uh, with Adam Higgins, who writes on politics for the Irish Sun and the Sun.ie this morning. Good morning to you, Adam. Good morning, Joe. Some good news, hopefully, that I can uh, bring you guys today on COVID-19 restrictions. It's been uh, maybe a long time since I've been able to come on and talk about us lifting restrictions, so that's good. Absolutely, and I mean, the advantage for you is the next time I'm in Dublin, you'll be able to buy me an orange juice. Aren't you lucky? The pubs will be open (laughs) after 8 o'clock. Who pays the bill, though, Joe? Oh, it'll have to be you. <laughs> so so we, we, the first thing that looks as though it's likely to happen, I mean, Neff would meet today and then they advise the government and the government meet tomorrow and then there'll be an announcement. But um, pubs and restaurants and hospitality will be allowed to stay open longer. Now, now not all night, but longer. Yeah, that's the, I think the pubs and the hospitality sector are definitely the top priority for the government when it comes to lifting these restrictions. Along with, I have to say, the restriction that is currently still in place on uh, social visits to your home. At the moment, it's three households from or three um, households you're allowed to bring over to your, to your home. And I think that restriction is likely to be gone as early as next week as well. So there was some speculation earlier in the week that pubs and restaurants, that the 8pm curfew might be gone as soon as this Saturday. And I know the Restaurants Association and the public, the, the Vintners Associations have been saying, look, we're, we're ready to go as soon as they want to do it. So if they want to do it on Friday, they think brilliant. They want it gone as soon as possible. So it'll be interesting to see. Now, the, the noises in government are that... The announcement on Friday evening might be too quick for businesses and that maybe it'll be next week, probably Monday, before this kicks in. But it'll be interesting to see. Maybe they'll have a a late change of heart and, and go for this weekend. And the key point here is that it really shows how confident the government are because they were saying up to, I think, only last week that there would be no change until the end of January, the start of February. That was their original intention, but they're obviously quite confident about what Neffet will say to them. You're right. They kind of had this stock answer for the past couple of weeks, up until this week, of uh, these are in place until the 31st, and then we'll see them. But I think you can really see the confidence in government ministers and the Taoiseach, indeed, even this morning, who are coming out and saying before Neffet meets, that look, there's a lot of optimism, and we hope to be able to lift things next week. When you think back to all the times I've been on this show talking about these Neffet meetings, usually ministers wouldn't say anything before those, those meetings because they were so concerned about what the advice may be. But there is a real confidence that we're in a, in a much, much better place. And, and you can see, I think you can see that in, in the daily case numbers and the hospital numbers and the ICU numbers, which never really went out of control. The, the hospital numbers did come up to over 1,000, but they're back down to no, around 900 now. And the, the case numbers themselves, I think if you look at the graphs, we've well passed this peak now that we've been talking about. But if you look at those graphs, it's coming down as quickly as it went up. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll be, we'll be down to a very low level. Yeah. Now, the other big one, of course, is sport. And indeed, I mentioned at the top of the show there that uh, we've commentary on a whole range of games that are happening locally over the weekend. The Limerick Hurlers, the 5,000 capacity there because of restrictions. Thoman Park uh, for the big Heineken Champions Cup game. Again, a 5,000 restriction. Will we see crowds at full capacity back at games? Any chance that the government might move on that early and allow, for example, games this weekend to see bigger crowds? I think this weekend might be a little too quick for that, especially even for planning for the the 
organizations involved in those matches because this you have to remember we're likely to get this full announcement that's set at six o'clock with the details then in a press conference at seven after the Taoiseach speaks to the nation so I think that this weekend may be too quick for those uh, those events but I do think next week or the end of January I know there's a lot of uh, GA league games coming up um, the last weekend of January and I, I suspect that there will be an increased capacity well, whether they go to full capacity I don't know but there definitely will be an increased capacity at, at matches and especially then I know there's been a lot of talk about the, the rugby matches in early February for the Six Nations and I think those matches will probably go ahead with much larger crowds than are allowed at the moment It was one interesting thing yesterday actually the Aviva Stadium director apparently was saying that uh, he would like the government to mandate the wearing of masks at all times within the Aviva Stadium and presumably other stadia as well now I mean we know it's been guidance and advice um, at various points during the pandemic but of course there's nothing stopping the stadium director making that decision within the confines of the Aviva or any other stadium it doesn't necessarily need a government mandate does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And I think the, the stadium can impose that if they want. And in the same way, restaurants, if they wanted to have you know, different um, restrictions, can impose things themselves. I think the government now wants to move away from restrictions. And you'll hear yesterday at the press conference we had the Tarnished is talking about moving to a new phase of the pandemic where the likes of lockdowns and restrictions are gone. And a lot of people will point to, say, for example, earlier this week, the WHO said in a statement that this pandemic is far from over. And the Tarnished was asked about that yesterday. Today. And he said, look, the WHO are correct that this pandemic is far for over. But he said there's been pandemics that have gone on for 40 years and they don't all need this level of restrictions all the way through. So the government are very keen to start getting rid of restrictions. And I know the the legislation that underpins a lot of these restrictions, for example, like the vaccine pass, that legislation goes out of date on March 31st. Now, there is the option for the government to extend uh that like a sunset clause and extend it again past until June, which that option is there, but I know the government doesn't want to use that. So I think from March 31st, you're looking at the end of all the restrictions that we've talked about, including the likes of the, the legal mandate for masks. Now, whether individual companies, as you said, like the Viva Stadium, decide that they want to keep masks and mask wearing in place, that's going to be up to them. Nightclubs, they'll be a bit later in this uh, phased easing of restrictions, will they? Yes, I think so. I think throughout all the reopenings we've had and, and all the closings, the nightclubs have always been forced and when it comes to closing and last when it comes to reopening. And I don't see that changing too much here. Now, there is interesting, if you look at other international evidence, I know Scotland are reopening whole hog, everything, nightclubs included, from Monday. So I wonder, will the government look across the water and see? Because at the start of the Omicron wave, they did reference Scotland and say, look, this is what Nicola Sturgeon's doing and this is what she's saying about their own crime wave. It'll be interesting to see if that same focus on Scotland is there when it comes to reopening. But whatever about the nightclubs, gigs will move back to more normal hours. You know, they can start, I presume, at 8 o'clock and, and again, you'd assume indoor capacity will rise, maybe not fully, but on a graduated basis uh, and uh, we will see the nighttime economy bar nightclubs back to normal pretty quickly. Yes, yes, I think so. I think in the next couple of weeks, this is going to be a very rapid reopening. I don't think it's going to be... You'll remember in the past, we've been on here before talking about levels one to five and how we would move from level 
you know, five to four or four to three after I think it was a three week gap so that Netflix could consider each move as it goes. I don't think you're going to see that level of a phase reopening. I think it will be much quicker. And I think the government really wants to get things open because if a new variant of concern comes along, they they do say this often and they and it's a caveat they include in all of their optimism over the past week is that if a new variant of concern comes down the line that they may have to be forced backwards so they want to get everything open now so that that's the starting point before a new variant comes along if a new variant comes along right we're chatting to adam higgins who writes on politics for the irish sun and the sun.ie so what does this mean for people working from home is a return to office on the cards and when Yes, that's a good question because um, a lot of talk has been made about the restaurants and the pubs and the APM curfew. But one thing that has been less well covered, I think, uh, over the past week is that return to the office. And I know the government do want to get that over the line and they want to get people back. You remember in October they announced this kind of phased plan that they were going to do and I'd expect there will be a phased return to the office again. I don't see them going whole hog, everybody go back to the office from this Monday, for example. They will have to give employers much more notice than they gave, than, than say the likes of a restaurant or pub would need to open past APN. So I do think that you're going to see a phased return. I'm not sure how that will work, who comes in first and, and who's the last batch. But the government is keen to keep a certain level of working from home. They said this has worked for a lot of workers and the and the feedback they're getting from a lot of workers is I want to stay at home. This is this is I'm more productive here. It's better uh, work life balance because they don't have to do that sort of a commute where they're how far they're going. And I think there will be legislation down the line and there will be a push to ask employers to leave workers from home if it's if it's possible you know so i think and look there's going to be a lot of workers who want to go back to the office as well and who miss the you know the social aspect of going back into the office so i think that will be an interesting one to watch over the next couple of weeks but it will be i would say sooner rather than later that workers will be allowed to return to the office right so and you mentioned the covid certs for domestic use are likely to end probably from the end of March, although they'll still be used uh, for international travel it's under uh, European Union um, uh, regulations that they were first introduced. They were repurposed for uh, domestic use at one point. We are getting this uh, one-off bank holiday this year on the 18th of March, which is a Friday, which will then switch to, it seems, St. Bridget's Day regularly uh, from uh, next year. Um, and then this one-off payment for some healthcare workers, but that's already uh, being um, seen in very controversial terms by those who won't get it. Yeah, this was always going to be a tricky one. And I think this was a, a tough hurdle to jump for the government because when this initially came out, straight away you saw ministers, including the Times, just saying that I th- he, he believes that this uh, payment should be, or this COVID bonus should be extended to, you know, other industries that, you know, stayed open during the pandemic. And he talked about civil servants and there was mention of guards. Um, Minister McGrath, the public expenditure minister, the man with the, his hand on the purse string, said yesterday that they did consider all these things and they did talk about these and they ba- debated them at length, but it became very tricky to know when to stop after you went after, when, when you pushed past uh, healthcare workers. So they decided that the simplest and fairest way to do this would be to focus only on frontline health, healthcare workers for the financial €1,000 bonus. And then this uh, bank holiday that we're getting on St. Patrick's Day and again then in February, that was 
is aimed at being a thank you to the rest of the country for their efforts during the pandemic. Okay. Finally, Adam Higgins, um, you know, for many, many years, we took them entirely for granted. And even on this show, people would be ringing up going, oh, you know, is it good enough this year? And, you know, should they have done this with it? And should they have done that with it? Will we get St. Patrick's Day parades around the country this year? I think that's something you're likely to, to see asked of the, the Taoiseach. Um, they're reluctant to give commitments on specific uh, events because obviously, especially if they're a little bit further away, they don't know where we're going to be with this virus. But I think the plan that they lay out tomorrow, because uh, tomorrow you're going to see a short-term and a medium-term plan for dealing with the virus. And I think what, what you'll likely see there is that will include St. Patrick's Day and the festivities around it and the large crowds and that sort of thing. And in my personal view, I don't see anything, if they're, if they're willing to open up sports events and nightclubs and everything else like that before St. Patrick's Day, and if the, those, all of the restrictions go out of date from the 31st of March, I don't see anything stopping a whole hog St. Patrick's Day festival going ahead. But I do think that comes with the caveat of we have to wait to see what method agree today and what the advice is to government because that could always change things. Well, if you had stood in the crowd on O'Connell Street on St. Patrick's Day 2019 and turned to someone and say, it'll be at least three years before we have another one of these, then they would have looked at you very strangely indeed. But that looks like the case. Hopefully it will happen. And of course, after that, then there are lots of other festivals uh, that would be due to happen right across the spring and summer. Well, listen, thank you very much, Adam Higgins, who writes on politics for the Irish Sun and the Sun.ie for a, a very positive uh, looking forward to what uh, the Taoiseach may well say after all the various meetings. Presumably there'll be yet another address to the nation tomorrow at six o'clock. Let us hope it is the last one for quite a long time. Your views.